Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello, everyone. I hope you are having a great day. On today's episode, we're talking about you. But before we dive into that, let me remind you to join my email list because that's where you get the early information. And I also do a fun find every week, something that I've found that I think you might find fun, interesting, valuable. So you can find that email list by going to takethestagepodcast.com, click on the resources, select one of those resources if you would like, or if you just want to get straight to that email list, go to the bottom and fill it out. And also, while I'm saying that, just a reminder, are you in the Facebook group? You can find it by going to Facebook and Take the Stage Speakers is the search you want to do. I would love to have you over there. It is a place where we do live videos. I also show up and if you share your one sheet or anything you're working on, I'll be glad to give you a quick review of that. Let's dive into today's show. All about you, but not the you you think I'm talking about. I know that's a little confusing, so track with me. I'm talking about the word, the term you in speaking. Now, I have heard it said that we should not use that term because it can sound accusatory. It can sound like we're accusing someone of something, and that's not the case. You makes it personal. Let me showcase this. If I said, how does this make everyone feel? How does this make all of you feel? Or I said, how does this make you feel? How does this make you feel? Do you see the difference in those two statements? Using the term you in your message makes it personal. It also makes it sound like a conversation because if you and I are sitting across a table and we're talking, I'm going to lean over after I've shared something and I might say, how does this make you feel? Or what do you think about this? Or what would you do if I'm asking you a question? I wouldn't say across a table over a cup of coffee, I would not say, How does that make everyone feel? Well, that would be bizarre. Or even if we were in a group, I wouldn't say, how does everyone think about what I just said? I would look at one of you and say, well, what do you think? Or another one and say, what are your thoughts? Using the term you in your message makes it personal and conversational. It also makes it more about connecting with your person. Now, we've talked about this a good bit. Who is the person you're called to share your message with? Who is the one? You know, I always talk about who's your one. When you stand on that stage and share your message, you're sharing that message 
with one person, not with a group. When you share it with one person, this is the feedback you are likely to hear. Wow, it felt like you were talking directly to me. Oh, wow, speaker friend, I felt like your message was created for me. God gave you that just for me. You have no idea what your message meant to me. Do you see the correlation between you and me? She is thinking it is directly for her because you are communicating it directly to her, not to the room. And there's also another thing that you does. When I say, do any of you feel that God is calling you to something more? You see how that's kind of vague? Do any of you feel? What if I changed it and said, is God calling you to something more? Is God saying you? Is God saying it's time for you to take the next step? Is God saying you are ready? Is God calling you out of your comfort zone? Boy, that hits very different then. Is God calling someone out of their comfort zone? Do you feel like God is stepping into a space with you? You changes everything in your messaging. Now, you would never, or I would never, I can't tell you what you can never do, but I would never use the term you in the sense of, I can't believe you aren't doing this in that accusing tone. You need to get up and go forward. No, that's not positive. That's not edifying. And that's not transformational. It's accusing. And we don't do that, or I don't do that. And I know you don't either. God can use all of us to make a difference in the life of those we are called to serve. Now listen to the change. God can use you. And I want to stick there for a minute. Using the term you is very powerful, but I want you to turn that inward. And I want you to sit with this for a little while this week. God is specifically calling you. God has given you a message or he is giving you a message. And I want you to embrace this statement. Only you can deliver the message God has given you. Only you. You and I can stand shoulder to shoulder with the exact same message. We can use the exact same scripture. Your stories will be different than mine because we've lived different lives. But you will deliver a message that will connect with the person God has called you to minister to. And I will connect with the person God has called me to minister to. Each of us, we, the two of us, have a calling on our life. I want you to take that and I want you to sit with that this week. I want you to really process what is God calling you to? What is the next step in this calling? Because you and I have jobs to do. Time is short. People are waiting. People need your message. God did not give you this message to sit on it. Now, I know sometimes it can feel very frustrating 
And I know there are times you're like, Mary, I'm trying to get the message out there. I've reached out to the event planners. I've created that one sheet. I've got a video sizzle reel. I just can't get a yes. I understand that. I've been there. I've walked that road when yeses feel few and far between. It does not mean that your message is not important. We have so many avenues to deliver the message to the one you are called to serve. So here's what you're going to do this week. If you'll do this with me, I want you every morning when you get up in your quiet time, whenever you spend your time with Jesus, I want you to take a moment and I want you to ask the Lord, who is my one today? Who is she? Or maybe it's he. And I want you to keep your eyes wide open for that. Watch for what God is doing. Watch for who God will place in your path, because I know this will happen. The reason I know this is because I live this. This is my daily prayer. I recently was at a speaking event. I've been at several this month, and this was the prayer I I had. And as I would talk to each person, and I talked to probably hundreds or more of people that weekend. Over these weekends, I have been traveling. Every single one of them was the one. In that moment, that was the one. In that moment, I invested everything I had in that conversation with the one. When you take your message and you craft it for the stage, you are crafting it for one person. And that is why the word you is so powerful. She is waiting for this message. You are the deliverer. Your message could very well be her hope. It's what God will use in her life to transform her, to move her from where she is today to what God has for her tomorrow. Think about the people that did that in your life. Think about how God used people in your life to move you from where you were to where you are today. You didn't wake up one day and go, oh, I'm going to be a speaker. No, God said something. He did something. Someone came through your life. He worked through his people because that's how God works in his economy to make this happen. Your message matters. She is sitting and waiting. She may be walking through something. She may be going to walk through something. But I know this. Every day, God has someone for us. It may be someone that you meet at the grocery store. It may be someone that you meet in an online chat room. It may be in a Zoom call. There's no telling. It may be someone that you connect with on social media. This is a time when we are not limited by where we can travel. Your message, you may be delivering just a piece of it in a conversation with someone. You know, I mentioned all those conversations I had. All of those were pieces of messages God had given me through the years. They were pieces of godly wisdom he had put in my heart, in my soul, that I poured out. 
Now, was I perfect and wise in every conversation? Absolutely not. But I so hope that every person that came in contact with me felt seen. Using the word you in your message makes your audience feel seen. Connect with your audience. Make them feel like they individually matter. It's so easy to get lost when you're at an event, whether it's 50 people, 20 people, or 10,000 people. When you stand on that platform, you're connecting with one. And that's why the word you is so essential. All right. You have a great week. I hope I see you in the Facebook group. I hope I get to meet you and see you live somewhere one day. And I hope you also have a great rest of your day and week. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.